Hello, everyone. Uh, thank God you can't hear Croup or anyone else right now. Just me. <laughs> Isn't that a good? That's a good start. They could say anything they wanted and you would not hear them until I turn them on. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. They heard, the, they heard me saying turn you on, but they didn't hear anything else. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to the 11th episode of the Lightbringers podcast. That was in time of the music. No one else can hear that. And that would have sounded weird for the, for the guests, but it's okay. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by myself. It is the GameVent podcast series, but this is the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast. Uh, which you can check out on Anchor, Spotify, and all the things. You can just Google it, tell your friends, tell anyone you would like to tell. And today I have some amazing guests, and hopefully this works well. And you're going to be able to hear them now, so hopefully nothing goes wrong. No regard. As everyone takes a sip of water. <laughs> Together. <laughs> I had to hydrate to get ready to speak. Hydrate speaking. I, I don't know what Kruf is doing. <laughs> a nice little gargle. <laughs> a nice little rinse. We're just making sure that we're clear, we're crisp, we're ready to go. The vocal apparatus is prepared for this incredible podcast today. So, See, thank you for having crispy. Okay, that's all right. It's okay then. I was just thirsty. I'm <laughs> just, just like, I just need water to survive. <laughs> okay. Fair point, honestly. Equally valid. Actually true. Okay, so we have awesome guests. Bird of Chess has been here, I'm pretty sure, for every single one. Uh, and is by now probably pretty much a co-host on this. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, hello, Bird of Chess. How are you doing? Tell us what you do, where you do it, and if you like an apple uh, every day. I actually do not care for apples on principle, which cool. is not me making a silly joke. <laughs> I just dislike them. I don't think they taste very exciting. <laughs> I, I so absolutely apology. agree. So that's I'm, okay. I don't like. I'm sorry if this, either. you know, has already ruined my whole introduction for anybody. But if you don't we'll know me, after. okay, all right, all right, we'll work it out. We'll sort it out. Um, if you don't know me, hey, I'm Rook, aka Bird of Chess. I'm a variety MMO broadcaster that focuses on Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars Two. I'm also an LGBTQIA plus streamer that's a part of Rainbow Arcade and a co-host of a <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV podcast that I also do sometimes, uh, aka every Saturday, which is Aetherite Radio with Gamer Escape. Uh, but I have a welcoming community that's all about connecting you to games, communities, all those sorts of things that you love, and welcoming everybody in. We also talk a little bit about mental health. It's a big mix of everything. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff on there indeed. So if you want to check out Bird Chess, it will be, there is also a uh, command yes in the chat indeed, and you can check that out on Twitch right there. Uh, if you are listening to this as well and you want to check out any of our guests, there will be some stuff in the description, so you're going to be able to go there and check them out. I know it's written down, you might have to copy and paste it, but that's okay, it's fine. Okay, better chest, awesome to have you. Um, Kroof, returning from last week as well, has been here many times. How are you doing today? Tell us what you do, where you do it, and if you like pancakes, but is there any weird addition to that pancake that you would not like to admit to many people? It will you know what? You know what? Oh, God. <laughs> I 
love pancakes. Oh my god, I love them so, so much. They're so, so good. I'm very happy that you actually asked me that question because now I really want pancakes, but also kind of screw you because I can't have pancakes right now. But right. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Proof. Get someone to make them for you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the invite back. It's always lovely being here. I always have a great time. Uh, cool. I mostly do YouTube stuff about Guild Wars 2 and other videos. Uh, do some streaming on Twitch on the weekends and Mondays, and I talk about pretty much anything. I'm kind of like a loose cannon, open book, so... Yeah, I love talking with people. So, hello, everyone. Excited to be here. A loose cannon. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, crew, for being here as well. Again, you can check out the info in the description uh, of wherever you're watching this or listening to this as well. Uh, and also, we have H, who has been here before. I'm pretty sure you've been on this podcast once at least. I've been here once, yes. Just once. So that needs to change. It is changing right now! Edge, tell us what you do, where you do it, and how awesome is your new avatar, as well as... Do you like... Cake? And... Is it a lie? Thanks. Wow, okay, that's a lot. Uh, (laughs) So, okay, so hi guys, I'm Edge. Uh... I'm primarily a Guild Wars 2 and I guess recently Apex Legends streamer. Mm. Uh, play a bunch of things. I'm going more variety these days, but uh, I do have a YouTube channel, which uh, is a little outdated. I apologize. Uh, more stuff next week. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I stream on Twitch, usually around 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's see. I also do a podcast, a Guild Wars 2 one, on mm-hmm. Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, called Talking Scripts. Yes, that is a pun. Um, and let's see uh my new avatar is pretty sweet uh i do like cake is it a lie uh you're gonna have to ask glados is that the person i i didn't play a lot you got it you nailed it that's a good answer i love it awesome now the difficult questions have been asked let's do the podcast because that's the easy thing uh, also, not a big fan of apples. Just trying to find out and weed out I, the apple fans. So, thank apparently. you, Jeb. I love <laughs> apples. Right, you're you're out. Bye. Just real quick, don't I follow like, Crave I, like, I like Grant Smith apples more than the regular apples. That's fair. I too, but they're more, they're more tart. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Like, I I just I don't know. I like apple pie. I just have never been a fan. Even when I used no. to get like, apple pie. <laughs> says no <laughs> no apple pie is such a lousy excuse for dessert oh, it's, just always, it's just cinnamon oh damn it's almost oh, I'm sorry is there a problem with in the red corner Kruf your opponent bird of chess disliking apples generally but then the fan of apple dessert Again, I think apples are fine with dessert. <laughs> get that honey, you get that cinnamon, you get that flaky crust. It makes the apple better. Because there's less apple, probably. <laughs> we, are, we are the opposites of the same coin. And guess what? We are a currency. We are valuable. <laughs> oh, that's nice, Kruf, I think. That was masterful. I feel like we could oh. say literally anything else the rest of this podcast that was more uplifting or more, like, well-spoken. 
I think that's pretty much it. Well, thanks for watching, scared. guys. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's go over to... Uh, uh, there was going to be a video here. Whoops. That's not going to be there anymore, apparently. Uh, I'm going to show you a class trainer. It's a trainer? <laughs> a video. Class trailer. Uh, this is the first one I think that was released. It was the Elementalist. Actually. Um, let's go shout on stream. Uh, people guesting viewing. You're going to have to watch on the stream, I think. Just to get us in the mood, you know? They released these cool little class trailers. Uh, they were very good. You can't obviously see it if you're listening to this right now, but Elementalist have just got loads of... I can't remember. What are they called? They're enemies. I... What are those guys? Ends? Maybe. Yes. And script. There yes. And those are ends. These are script. <laughs> just but they're not skills. enemies. They're just best friends that you love. You're definitely, gonna... you're definitely not going to set on fire, girl. <laughs> So good was oh, to Arin that did this great little uh, kind of class trailers, like pre-launch. Uh, it was maybe a year or so, actually, before. I think it was a year-ish before. Um, and I think that's where everyone could see, like, uh, combo fields and um, just some of the combat for the first time. It, wasn't, it weren't moving around too much, I guess, Elementalist was a little bit more ranged anyway, so using the staff quite a lot. Um... But these, this is the first time I ever got really hyped about Guild No, I was already hyped about Guild Wars 2, but the combat just was like, Oh, God! This game is going to be so damn good, and I'm so damn excited. And even just seeing some of the... Um, just some of the maps and some of the, you know, enemies and different stuff that was going on, I was just like, okay, this game looks completely different uh, to anything else I've ever played. There we go. It was lovely, wasn't it? Did you enjoy that? I did. Yeah, the Elementalist moves are honestly... There's so much chaos in game, usually, as you're just kind of dodge rolling and running about like crazy, that you don't always get to see the details in the animations. And I think the Elementalist in particular has so many different, like beautiful animations for the different, uh, you know, ele elements that you'll be switching in between, which is cool to see. Yeah, that was a very unique uh, way of doing it as well. Like moving between, like you say, the elements and then having, you know, about 20 abilities on one side and then your utilities that's quite a lot for a for a new player to kind of get used to and also just mmorpg players as well probably um because you can't see all the bar abilities on your bar and you haven't got all the cooldowns and whatnot don't need mana i don't though. think i can say how many times i actually watched these gameplay trailers when they first came out especially like being extremely young uh not extremely young, but I was like in, in middle school around there and I loved them so very much. They were so attractive and they showed yes. off the game. The, the visuals were also, this was before they kind of did like the visual culling. So it really left like a great statement piece for the game. Like, ooh, impressive visuals, really cool combat, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought these were really great marketing tools as well. It's yeah. so true. Sorry, go on edge. Uh, I was just want like I think like Guild Wars Two is just the combat system in and of itself is just very cool, very unique, and uh, and I that's what I like about Arenet uh, when they release Guild Wars Two is just like it's an MMO but like a different spin on it that's kind of cool, and uh, especially with the weapons having giving you the first five skills, I think that in and of itself is very unique. Um. And just the action combat that has ruined me for pretty much all non-action combat oh, MMOs. Um, so, yeah, yeah, just big praise on that. 
You're so right. And like those weapons, they also all change kind of how the class feels. Like it's so funny to me because in that trailer you see this the staff, obviously, but even when I first was like messing around on an elementalist character that I had and I switched to something with dagger dagger and suddenly it felt like oh whoa the combat style it could be totally different for this kind of thing and this character and with these different skills and I really love like you were saying that there's something kind of unique about that where not only do the classes not just sort of fit into typical MMO archetypes like a lot of them are a little bit more you know diverse and they're different in the way that they kind of realize that warrior maybe thief they might be like the closest to that idea of like a rogue and a warrior that you see a lot of times but most of their classes really do something unique and then you get all these more options and different options with the weapons that you have and the way that you kind of build that class it's very true like everything you've all said i don't need to add to that because i'm just gonna ask a question instead um <laughs> Okay, so when you were first thinking about playing Guild Wars 2, whether or not you started from launch, uh, or if not, you came in later, um, and you were like, okay, I wouldn't, I'm kind of like the the look of this game, I'm going to play this, and you start that class. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was your main now. Pardon me. If you have a main in Guild Wars 2. Um, I'm going to ask Age first. What was the first character you ever played? Class. You're joking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You Did know. you really? Did you really? Yeah. That was the first class you played? Alright, what was it? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I am a Thief main. I've been a Thief main since day one. Uh, I have... I, I play mostly Assassin-based uh, classes in most games. Uh, so that just... Thief just was the natural pick for me. And yeah, I... I just like the aspect of being sleuthy, elusive, tactical, um, that type of play style, and then um, just bursting people's faces off. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a good excuse. Um, I'm just going to show some of the thief uh, kind of footage in the background while we're going. I, mean, I remember this video very, very, very well. Um, just like the thief kind of going across the uh, the house tops. I, f I can't remember where that is. I don't know if that's Kessex Hills. Um, but the pistols, like pistol, pistol. Oh my god, it yeah, looks so good. And the female character the model and the armor and stuff as well. Just like <laughs> those laced up pants, some hot pants. This yes. one might say this was iconic. I remember this very well. <laughs> Wait, are you are you just saying? Because of reason, is there any specific reasons, or is it because there's a like? I don't. Because I mean, it's cool as hell, Jeb. It was. I mean, I think I think that one in particular, the editing was really cool. They did a yes. lot of focal focus shots and slow mo, and like the sound design, like they really boosted the volume and stuff with the guns and, and such. But also the character, it's like, of course, like the 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 presentation of the thief was captivating the especially with the norn and like the the tattoos all cool yeah, the scatter shot does not go that far though <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah that is pretty far Rip. <laughs> no, i mean in was... these trailers they just did such a good job of i think encapsulating what they were trying to do for the theme of the class so like you were saying it almost plays like you would edit a like a James Bond film or something, you know what yeah. I mean? Or something yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of falls into that same sort of subterfuge stealth or that sort of 
thievery kind of element, but I think that really does reflect as well in sort of what you can do with the class and how it plays. But the way that they really kind of pitched these videos, you can tell they paid a lot of attention to just what people might be drawn to sort of thematically mm. in those classes and then yeah. kind of built out around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, you're right as well um, about the, like the editing and the feel and it, it really immerses you kind of in in the world of what, in what Guild Wars 2 is trying to create and in, in its kind of experience, I guess, as well. It's just, yeah, like the different angles as well. They must have had a few people in there capturing when they were doing this because, you know, that would be difficult to, you know. Oh, yeah. Redo. I mean, obviously, they can just repeat the process, but it won't look as good. Um, well, maybe they did, actually. I don't know if there's anyone in here who could tell us otherwise. I'm not sure if this was a long time ago if they were even there anymore. Um, yeah, FIFA was awesome. Awesome class, like, at the beginning. And wasn't, like... It was more, like you said, like, um, Rick, you said earlier, you know, roguish class. And it was kind of... It's not unfamiliar, but it's got that Guild Wars 2 spin on things, uh, as every class does, which makes it very unique in its own way. Um, cool. Age. Nice. Not massively surprising, but that's okay. <laughs> Very cool sorry, that you've stuck with that class for so long. No, no, no. I mean, you know, it's a testament to the class. If you've enjoyed playing it for, you know, eight years, I've been enjoying playing it for eight years. I mean, yeah. that's it, isn't it? That's good. Is there anything else you yeah. want to say about it at all? Well, like, I have one of everything. Uh, oh, do I have, how many thieves do I have? I have one, two, only three? I thought I had four. I have three. Um, it's okay, I've got seven engineers. <laughs> well, you can do a lot of fixing. You know, if you get hired to do a job to fix something, you've got the whole crew ready. That's true. So many degrees. You're really yeah. high intelligence. One of each race and each, you know, character model type. Yeah. I think... I think what's cool about Thief is that um, you don't have to depend on healers because of like the way uh, combat's designed. You can heal yourself, so that kind of was made made Thief more enjoyable to play, just because you didn't have to rely on that. So, like all these cool little bonuses, like the combat in addition to the class that you like to play, yeah, really just pairs in. Exactly, and that's right. And that's right, yeah, Guild Wars 2 Combat, very, very unique. If you ever play, if you've never ever played Guild Wars 2 and you're watching this for the listen to the first time, you don't need to necessarily heal other people. There is content when you can do that, obviously, but you can heal yourself. Everyone has a healing skill as well as additional skills, which will help you out in that area. And all the things. Uh, Rook. Which class, when you first started out, was like the one where you were like, hmm, I want to play that one. And then you ended up playing, or was it that way, or did you switch? What happened? I, I guess technically the very first character I ever made was an NG, and Jeff, I'm, I'm about <gasps> to break your heart, Jeff, because we I were did spirits, and you ruined it. Yeah, so I did start one, and then I went, "This is boring," and then I. Just it is got boring rid of at it. the start, though. It is. It is boring. It's <laughs> engineer leveling is the worst because you get a pistol. And you don't even get a kit. You just get a yeah. pistol. And you got two abilities for like years. It's like, yeah, why? and I I think at the time, because I was just this was like off stream. I picked it up and I was just like, I'm gonna make a character just to get like oriented in the world. So I made this engineer character. And I yeah, maybe played two days of this character and I was like, this is so boring. And then I officially made the character that I stuck with. 
But like now in retrospect, that I've made a different engineer and I had a better idea of how the kit built, but coming into the game, I just didn't know. I didn't know what it was. And like you said, you don't get a lot of those extra things with engineers. So instead, I ended up going for, at the time, what I thought was going to be kind of an opposite of what I do in a lot of other MMOs. So normally I do a spellcaster or a healer because I, mm-hmm. I just like those. I like the aesthetic. I like, you know, supporting. I like having to keep tabs on basically wrangling a herd of cats while also trying to fight off enemies, which is what you basically do <laughs> with healing. You true. never know what your teammates are going to do. It's always unpredictable. But I had never really tanked in a game. So in my head, I went, I know how to tank in theory. I've kind of dabbled, but I've never like made a character and mained tank. So I picked Guardian because I thought that Guardian was a paladin. And this is, this is again, going back to like how Guild Wars 2 subverts what you think about certain classes. Just from the imagery that I saw and the fact that they seemed to be kind of like a melee combatant that also had these almost holy looking kind of abilities, I assumed that it would be close to a paladin. And I was really surprised to kind of explore over time exactly what Guardian was and how it sort of differed from that. I mean, I ran around with a sword and shield for like a million years because I was like, I am tank. And everybody was like, Rook, so help me, it's a great sword. Rook, please put a great sword in your hand. I beg you. Use scepter, please. And I was like, but I'm a tank, so I'll use a sword and shield. And it, <laughs> like, it was one of those things where it ended up being a really fun class for me to discover. And when I got into stuff like Dragon Hunter, um, I was pretty much sold because of the wingy jump effect. And I didn't care so much about the traps. Again, it was a journey. And uh, I think it's been a fun one <laughs> to kind of grow with. Thing. I liked the wingy jumpy thing. That was very good for me. It again played into that holy archetype. But yeah, it it just ended up being one of those classes that I think had a lot to discover. And I liked how different it was between Firebrand and Dragon Hunter and the core. And it's one that I still play in mostly just uh, like open world PvE content, even though I like main druid for raiding. So I swap, but I really enjoy it. I think it's a fun, solid kind of base class that kind of subverts what you expect from other MMOs. Yeah, I was I was actually torn between I I'll tell you what class I I started with later, but someone said it in chat. But um spoiler. Um <laughs> so I'm joking, I'm joking. Um but Guardian was one I was thinking about and because I, I remember when I saw the shield ability and I saw the saw the bubble and the projectiles and stuff and the reaction of that, like the interaction of actual abilities hitting other abilities which didn't happen in MMOs much at all. Actually, I don't think so. I don't think even in Terror. I don't think there was like a physical projectile that you could see hitting a bubble and there was an effect which, you know, either reflected or, you know, took that energy in. Um, There's always been blocks. There's always been um, staggers. There's always been all this other kind of abilities where you you know the effect happens because it tells you. You don't see it. Um, and Guild Wars 2 showed you the things like you, when you blocked it felt like you blocked I mean I know in Warhammer Online you, that that felt like it because you know you had Collision um, and you know Dark Edge of Camelot and stuff like that but the, in this you know you could knock people back with the bubble with the imp, with the visual you know and, and it was very visual and it was very you know we got some images on the screen at the moment you know when you hit stuff there was this like slow kind of it felt like you were playing a beat em up as well and um it was very much like you know i've hit this thing and 
yeah, I, I guess Guardian was one of the ones that I, I was kind of drawn to as well. I think I think you're right as well. You know, if you're a healing kind of supporting character type person, which is what what I am like as well. Funnily enough, I don't play that kind of class anymore. I guess I play everything, but I play in PvP. But um, Guardian is one of the ones, the more obvious ones, right? And and then you start playing the game, and like you say, like someone tells you to bring a greatsword. <laughs> I felt the exact same. Like, Jeb, it's so funny that you bring up that idea of blocking, because I think I was coming directly from Final Fantasy XIV at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea of being, like, a tank in Final Fantasy XIV essentially is just that you through abilities that you have generate aggro, which just pulls, you know, enmity from various enemies to you. And that's how you kind of tank. But when I was seeing stuff like you were talking about, or when I started playing around with like sword and shield, I loved the idea of actually being able to be somebody that because of the mobility of Guild Wars 2, I could like, here is a barrier, here is a shield. I can knock these people back. I can keep allies safe. They can do their thing. Like, that was a kind of dynamic, protective gameplay that I hadn't really seen before. And even if it doesn't end up being the meta that a lot, you know what I mean? I still really love that idea. And it's something that I'm hoping that maybe we get some sort of like tank spec eventually, you know, because I do think it could be really fun. And plus like some of the imagery of it, like the spiritual weapons, the, the like ghostly spectral weapons that you can summon reminded me a lot of like cleric. Uh, in D&D, where you can summon mm. a spectral weapon of your deity and then, like, fight. So I loved how they combined all those themes, and even if it is kind of, I think, one of the more just sort of maybe standard, it doesn't have the most exciting, innovative gameplay all the time, but it depends on what you're playing again with, like, elite specs. But even so, I think it still has a lot of really great thematic design to it. Yeah. Yeah, awesome the Guardian course. trailer was definitely one of the more weighty ones. Like, each strike... I mean, even with Warrior, Warrior did have a little bit of weight, but that class trailer for Guardian really got me, especially with the banish on the hammer and the mace strikes, just the overall editing of it and the camera shake. I mean, you still you still even get camera shake in game, so. Yeah, banish is one of my faves. I remember that, like, in PvP. Just be like, line up that banish, get that port on, you know, they're not going to see you. Boom! Smashing them right across the map. It's always fun, especially with downstate bodies in PvP as well. That's all. Oh, that always makes me yes i've got a, like ten thousand viewed youtube video in pvp where i just like just own with with banish it's just just funny it's just fun um awesome 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 rick thank you very much and i i, I realize in that i may have uh ruined Kruf's <laughs> reveal maybe um i'm not sure though what did you play kind of at the start well. in and kind of things and why why well, you did that and what what it was like and if you know feelings but. well you well you guys came to the light of guardian at a later time i was blessed to be graced by the light of the guardian <laughs> immediately uh, i was pretty much a, a guardian God. main from the from the get because i i too am the the squishy support main the one that always looking out for the team Right. We have three support mains in here. We are the greatest of all time. Uh, <laughs> Age is doing the work of assassinating. We need that DPS carry. But um, I really love the Guardian. Uh, I came from World of Warcraft being a priest main. So obviously with the holy light and all that yeah, stuff and like yeah, the yeah. healing and the, the divinity of it all, Guardian was the pretty much the option for me 
funny enough, I never really played Paladin, but I still really like the themes of it. So with Guardian, I was really looking out for its staff abilities, but in the trailer, they never really showed it. So that kind yeah. of got me a little concerned. But eventually, as you know, more information came, we got more magical stuff, especially with utilities and the staff and the scepter. So it, it still is a heavy armor class, but I managed to fill that itch of being a, a priest of, of some sort of you know backline healer uh especially more in more recent times when staff got a little bit of a rework mm. and some some stronger healing capabilities but i really love the guardian uh and i've grown to like more melee support melee combat especially with like the mace and the shield and the great sword and the sword and all that so guardian was my first and then if we're talking about seconds uh my second one that i kind of sure. came to was necromancer because it was like, I guess I'm just like, you know, holy, holy light, and then dark, dark, magic, death. death, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need six streams in life. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, Staff did get rework. Um, considerable one as well, because it was just, uh, I think, it was, what is it called? The loot stick for a long time. Yeah, that had, wave of wrath. Yeah, it was just like you could hit one button, there's just this conal. AOE that was just it just looked weird. I don't know. It, it kind of looked weird. And then weird. they shrunk it. Yeah, they shrunk it, and then they just turned into so strange. They shrunk it by like the range, and then they turned into projectile, and it was like, okay, cool, I guess. Fine. Um, but I, I prefer its current iteration. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, people were sad when the loot stick got got wrecked, and were, I guess like worldly world and uh, karma trains and stuff because you can just run around pressing one button. Um, even though people do, there's still weapons you can do that. Um, awesome. Uh, I'm going to tell you mine. I'm going to put it on video first, though. Whee! I was like, I have never, ever. But now I didn't play Guild Wars One. Bear in mind, so I'd never seen a Mesmer before, and I was like, "This Mesmer look cool. Look at the video, Mum. It looks so good. I can't wait to play this." And it was just like this massive. I don't know. It was the Invis and the video, which is currently on on the screen as well. If you're watching the video, um, and there was just loads of different stuff like loads of it was very much utility it was very much about mirages and like cloning yourself um and just fooling the enemy and i was like i've always played healer or something similar and maybe and now i'm going to kind of play something completely different and this was very different um it was tough to level at the beginning, but that's because I was completely confused about what the hell was going on. Um, <laughs> because you would produce clones and then you would shatter them to do damage. Um, and at the beginning, I believe you got a... I can't remember if you get a sword or a... Scepter? Either a sword or a scepter. One of the two. Can't remember at all. But it was just cool to see you send out these versions of yourself and just hit your enemy, you know? Uh, in the trailer specifically. And it was just like... I'm gonna try something different and i've got a big massive norn mesmer called jebro and he's he's still he's still you know hanging out in various places um i leveled him to 80 and then i did do a lot of world v world because back then you could use portal and portal was oh, there was no yeah. limit to the amount of people that could go through the portal so portal plays were a big thing in world v world which is another reason why i did it because beta 
um, beta weekends during the summer before release and a little bit before I think as well you could basically it was just like get through the gate or get over the wall um, and then when they put the wall back up you just portal how many your army through one portal <laughs> it was so awesome oh my god I will never forget that it was just and, and you'd also use like time warp and like mass invis because I don't think there was a limit on invis as well on the, um, the line and and you just run through and it was just it was just wicked it was just so good I remember it so well um and I was just playing Tanky Mesmer, and I, I played it for a while, but then I moved to uh, Engineer, which is my main uh, class I play now. I, I would I would argue that I don't have a main class anymore because I make videos and stuff for everything, but I play Necro, Engineer, and Guardian mainly right now. Engineer is just... is Engineer is very, very different as well because you have kits. Um, and at the beginning of the game... And if you're ever wanting to get into Guild Wars 2, Guild Wars 2 is a fantastic game. Engineer is tough at the start. Like, like Rook said, it does not sell the class very well because it doesn't give you anything other than pistol. And that does not... Engineer doesn't really have many weapons. <laughs> you know, it's got like... It, it's literally got a pistol, main hand, offhand, shield... At, at the beginning and a rifle is it that's all you have and like that makes you feel sad and then you get kits and you get these different weapon skills you know you arm the kit in your utility bar and then you get five weapon skills uh different grenades or whatever um flamethrower skills whatever you want to call them um and that's when it starts to open up so i think i think one thing if i could change it if i was an arena version i would change the leveling <laughs> experience of uh engineer so that more people would play it at the beginning but as you get to like level 10 and above uh it starts to open up and starts to get a little bit more epic um but yeah so that's what i did i actually haven't leveled an ng that might be the reason i I might have been i've i've had to use both of my level 80 boosts on both of my engineers because i wanted a max level ng for scrapper and hollow smith i chose to Yeah, well, it, but then, I, by I then think, you get all the skills and everything, like you say, you get level boosts yeah. right in, and you get, you know, the crappy looking armor. It's a fun class, but the process of, level, of leveling it, I, I would agree. And Engineer is already my, one of my lesser favorite professions, and I just think, like, overall its kits and its weapon accessibility is kind of, you know, a little weird to overcome in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really sell Guild Wars two in its in its entirety. I think I think one of the best classes to play at the beginning is in, in terms of ease as well and variety is probably Warrior. Because it's just you know what it is. <laughs> you know what you can get. All the uh, you got love health, you get loads of weapons. Go so, Necro, go Necro. Go, yeah, Necro is good as well. Necro really is yeah. just fun at the beginning. Um core classes wise though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, that's what I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you to rate your core classes favorite, top three. I'm gonna go first, okay? Core classes when video. I started the game, for fun factor, probably Mesmer, NG, no, Mesmer, Guardian, NG. There you go. Core class. And if you didn't come in a core, you can say half ones or whatever you did. Oh jeez! Oh, I oh. have this answer. And chat, chat, join in if you do. If you played in core heart forms of Path of Fire, rank your top three. 
I think if I'm talking just like core classes to start out the game, right? Like yeah. not thinking or considering elite specs or anything. Yep. I I do think probably for me, elementalist uh, ranger guardian. And I think that for those three in particular, like it's kind of a range, right? Because guardian, I think is fairly accessible to just like pop into, you have a general idea, you just go for it. And then you get some fun stuff with the different weapons and obviously with the elite specs. But um elementalist on the other hand i think is one of the ones that maybe is a little bit more frustrating for people to learn on because you get killed a ton and you're trying to figure out like what even each of the different elemental aspects does specifically within these sort of mechanics of guild wars 2 if you're not familiar with it or how cc or you know the different sort of things or substats you might be having in your gear might affect it right so elementalist isn't like a really newcomer friendly one but it is one that I think has a lot of flair and feels really cool. And it's really fun to dig into if you're looking for a little bit more of like a creative challenge without mm. being totally prohibitive. Yeah. And then I think that Ranger is just fun because like, who doesn't want to run around to be a Ranger and get pets and stuff? I always like to go and like acquire and tame animals. That was one of the things uh, I fell okay. in love with like, Hunter. Like, and <laughs> I was wondering what you're talking about there. Like, get, get pets. I was like, you run around and people can pet you. Like, yeah, people can pet you because you can. literally <laughs> something that can happen. Croof, I know <laughs> what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> Everybody loves a good ranger, uh, um, just... and they just want to lavish you with attention and love. No, <laughs> oh, animal companion. The Angel. creature you can tame. You get to go out there and like find I all these creatures. All the yeah. And I always kind of like that more nature kind of aspected sort of deal. And yeah. even, you know, I like bow on Ranger just from an aesthetic. Are you trying sort to trigger age right now? One of the I do have four immersion on my roleplay character, but when, you know, what's a trigger age? I'll be in Guild Wars 2 by triggering age for a long bit. <laughs> Look, if I make an, this is what I do in all my MMOs. I'm like, I make my characters for raid. I make my characters for whatever. If I make a roleplaying character, I'm like, I'm going to do all the stuff that doesn't make any sense, but that aesthetically works for this character. Yeah. And sometimes it's fun and it's liberating. So I, I do like the aesthetic of Ranger. Plus, I mean, I think Ranger just has a lot of versatility for people starting out. So it's kind of like, to me, it, it's just a good starter in general. You know, yeah. you have a little bit more survivability. and There's a lot of things you can do in your kit. Whereas the other two might be a little bit more, you know, Guardians a little glass cannony sometimes. Or, you know, just you have to figure out how to use it. Yeah, and then, health. yeah, you don't. You think you probably have a big health pool, but I think people get caught off guard. So that's where... <laughs> you know, figuring out like, off guard. Yeah. Uh, but it is one of those things where you go down a little bit faster than I think, but Elementalist by far is probably the most finicky of the three as a new player. I love the chat, respecting each other now and talking about classes against sort each other. It's like, I respect your opinion. You're a lovely person, but you're very wrong and please stop. <laughs> I think you're relying on fallacies to make yourself believe that you're right. And I just don't think... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, Ranger yeah. is a good start class as well. Yeah, especially your pet can do some of the work for you. And yeah. It was it's fun to get around as well. They've got good like movement abilities, but yeah, Guardian actually has one of lower health pools and uses obviously is more boon oriented. So like you know regeneration, protection, all this kind of stuff to buffer that kind of health. Um, so it doesn't get touched for a little bit. 
But yeah, it's definitely a bit squishy in the beginning. Um, did we all say top three? Or did I just say one person's? Or did anyone say? No, wait, we didn't. We, we, it was just me. It was just yours. Okay. Kruf, the top three core. Oh, hello. Well, I definitely have a top two. Guardian okay. and, top and Necromancer. And then everything else is just kind of like a fight for survival. Okay. I would imagine it changes. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really enjoying. I love We're Revenant. Core class. No, no, no. Revenant isn't a core oh, class. Okay. Good lord, Kruf is just messing it up right oh, now. Wow. I rewrite you the see rules. This quaggan? <laughs> you see this quaggan? It's sad. It's sad in the face. Okay, even if it's That's smiling, smile it's on sad. His face. <laughs> he looks pretty happy to me, Jeb. I don't know. Because I'm so, holding okay. him. Wait, upside. Did everybody get Quaggan? I did not get the memo. Yeah, he's gone upside down, Quaggan. <laughs> oh wait, I have my. Oh, you got Quaggan Poshy. I got the Quaggan. I got the reverse. You I got, got the pink, pink one. one. You've got the one that's never been touched. Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> like your smile is still intact. Mine just like, yeah. Jebro's been using me for stress for quite a while. Um, <laughs> That's not good. Um... Wow. But for class, okay. <laughs> if we're if we're Xing out Revenant. I mean, it has a core class. So I guess like Yeah. But it, it's not with lunch. Lunch classes. Yes. Um definitely Guardian and Necromancer. And then I would probably I mean, I would probably agree with Ranger or Elementalist. I just it, it, I I love the pew pew with the bow bow and the arrow arrow. And I like the zappy zappy with the spelly spelly. Very intricate That's the detailed fake, but... and, uh, you know, I feel like flawless like, response. Like, perfectly described it already. I like yours. No, I did not perfectly describe it because I did not include sound effects, crew. So you were filling in what needed to be filled in here. And I'm not saying this sarcastically or ironically. I completely understand what you mean by zappy, zappy, and pew, pew. And I agree with you. It's very satisfying. It's very genuine and authentic in their response to your pew, pew, and spelly, spelly reaction. So I think we all know what you mean. And also... I don't know. I didn't do it as well as you said. So have to repeat it later. Um, thank you, Kruf, for always being yourself. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Kruf. You get the part. You get the participation award. Now, <laughs> it's like a new compliment. You're always yourself. I I I, I love having Kruf on this. I'm not gonna lie. I, I love having you all here. It's good stuff. Good mix. Let's go over to someone who's uh, going to tell us their top three as well. H. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here, to be honest. <laughs> H is like, I'm just along for the ride to watch the thing burn down. <laughs> uh, top three, huh? So, thief, thief is thief definitely one because, no, yeah, I explained that earlier. Um, second would probably be Elementalist. Um okay. I was mean on Double Dagger back in the day. Thank you, Fantaran. Um, oh, yeah. Third, it's issue, I guess, would be Necromancer, just because uh, before I started roaming on Thief, I actually played in Zergs, in EU, actually. And, oh, okay. uh, uh, and 
I played like Necro because you can fear people. And when that uh, Edge of the Mist map came out, you could fear people off it off the map. So oh, I remember that video, that big fear with the um in uh, oh, what map was it? And everyone just went falling. Oh, I've got to find it. I have to find it. If anyone finds well, it in chat, knows what I'm talking about. Disgusting. Uh, Necro fear. Edge of the Mists. Edge of the yeah. Mists. I'm going to find that. I'm going to show it on stream. Uh, oh. That was fun times. But, like, Necro's really good for zoning and things like that at the time with staff. And then I think I use Axe something else. And that was just fun at the time. Um, uh, I guess Revenant would be the special fourth if we're including that. No! One, Did you because, not just like, hear the conversation about this? Everyone, stop including shit that does not mean it's not supposed to be included. Good lord. I'd like to amend, I want to amend mine, actually. I think no, like, no, no, no. We have overrated. That. I'm going to get rid of uh, mm, Guardian and I'm going to put Revenant in instead. You can all have Revenant. I don't have anything against Revenant. It's a very good class, the only one which has been added to the game. I would say really good. Jeb, did did Revenant hurt you at some point? Do you need to talk about it? You need to face. We can all no. share emotions and feelings. I mean, I think I do that enough <laughs> in, in what I do. <laughs> I mean, I can do, keep doing that. I can keep doing that. I mean, I feel very upset and distraught at the lack of consideration from my fellow podcast members in saying... I said honorary fourth. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loophole. That's a loophole if I ever saw one. <laughs> yeah, Jebra, we hear your feelings, and Age has now spoken his feelings on the matter. So <laughs> and I, I respect your feelings, Age. Um, but you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna go off that question. Thank you very much, everyone, for being useless. Um <laughs> Now, in retrospect, I'm thinking that your comment, thank you for always being you, is at least better than thank you for always being useless. So, okay, now we're thinking because we think because uh, we brought Revenant up, and you know, like, and thank you, Age, for the top three, um, exactly. slash honorary fourth, uh, which doesn't is not is not a thing. Didn't ask for an honorary fourth, but it's okay. You're not gonna let it go, yeah. are you? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what is your... <laughs> um, I guess, like, at that point, just thinking about it, were there roles? Did you uh, play roles in, like, core? I guess you don't really play roles, like, class roles as you're kind of leveling up in core. Oh, I did. Did you? <laughs> what did you do? I totally did. And in hindsight... And these are getting so class stubborn. roles, not some, like, you know, random thing you're making up in your head. <laughs> I was being a chef. No, no, no. I, I'm, I I'm wondering what you're going to say, and I'm just style. preparing myself. <laughs> no, I fully played a support playstyle as I was leveling. I was building healing power and vitality. You did. I, that, Amazing. I, I guess. Thank God you didn't bid toughness. <laughs> you, were in, in you know what? I would have never died. I would have never died. Sure. But I 
I we went into Guild Wars 2, and I think the marketing also kind of was at fault because they were like marketing the game as you can play whatever you want. And so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, great. Let me play a support player. And especially at launch and leveling, uh, going that route probably isn't the fastest, but you know, you can heal yourself and you can get through difficult content when you're starting the game off. But not even with dungeons was there a real need for healers. There was always like, you can do it, but like mostly everyone just went damage. So I was kind of like the outlier. I was like, I'm gonna stick this to the end. And I rolled with it, I ran with it, so. You should have that as your new YouTube saying, like put it as your quote or something. Proof, the outlier. <laughs> the outlier. <laughs> I have so much space by myself. Anybody want to come party with me? <laughs> I will always live. And I will never support since day one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, since day did one. Did you feel, Kruf, I have to ask you, did you feel like really, really vindicated when raids eventually came out and there was actually a reason to have a dedicated healer? No. Because... <laughs> no. Did you say no? I don't, I don't think Kruf plays support. You play, like, Kruf literally joined us in our raid like on Saturday night. And you played damage. No. I must clarify. No. <laughs> I did play damage. I must clarify. I do main support and I love support in raids. But I must clarify because I was a guardian main. This was when Dragon Hunter was out. And so I did go into a raid and I tried to be a Dragon Hunter healer. And my raid yelled at me for it. They said no. And I said, okay. I folded under peer pressure and went full damage. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't really until... It wasn't until like the community really got behind druids and elementalists and tempest and all, well even tempest was mostly damage and then over time it became support but yeah, once i found druid and i got my druid up and ready i felt like that was when i could really fulfill my support role but since then more classes have been able to fill that healer niche so now i feel vindicated <laughs> that's so funny though because i i felt really similar when i i picked up ranger initially android just to level for some of our like learning progression raids and it really was the first time that i got into any content in guild wars 2 where i felt like this is a he i am healing i am a healer right now <laughs> and, and it was actually really exciting um but i wasn't there when like the raids first were released uh i came in when path after path of fire had just been out and so for me, it was like, I didn't get to see that shift where suddenly there was some sort of, yeah, I guess like almost more of a mindset of how do we now create a new meta precedent, if you will, for raiding specifically. So that's really been one of the only places in the game that I felt that like healer element really strongly. And it is funny how, yeah, you can run it outside. And I still think it's fun, especially if you're with people who are like leveling or newer, because then you can heal them and let them kind of do the damage and them figure out their rotations. And I think that's always a really good thing. But it's definitely one of the few instances where actual healing is like the backbone of what you do. Agreed. I mean, you could do it in dynamic events. And if you're just like, if you just realize that you are helping people in the open world you can get some satisfaction for fulfilling that healer role, but it's not as, like, satisfying when you're in a raid. Well, it like, really isn't. So I mean, raids were a great introduction. Roles, and roles weren't necessarily a thing in PvE, but in PvP... Uh, That's in true. In the world, at core launch, they did have roles. Um, well, you, I guess they didn't have to, but, like, I mean, people didn't have to do that. 
Um, but PvP was very much, you know, they're heal guardian support, monker guardian staff, mace and shield um, was pretty much like the staple, like healer, and then you had like mesma and thief, uh, which were these roaming kind of stealthy. Boom, bam, bam, thank you, man. One shot heroes, and then you had two other classes which were kind of interchangeable, and then um, I think that's very. Up until half, uh, first couple of years, and then that changed, and Celestia Amulet and uh, stuff like that, as, as kind of age mentioned with Dagger Dagger Elementalist. Um, and yeah, it was. I think Rolls is definitely the World v. World PvP more in it kind of core game. That's where Rolls were definitely played. I don't, not right at launch, though. I don't think people were like, you know, I want to play support, I want to do this, that, and the other. Um, uh, but you know, after after a little bit of time, you know, meta people create builds and you know the meta and everything else that comes along with that, and and that's what happens. Um, I'm gonna nip off for like a minute or so, but I'm gonna ask you a question before, um, unless anyone else wanted to add to that. Um, but we're gonna go on to heart forms. And what was your favorite? Uh, class where you may you maybe thought about changing class and you saw you know the elite specialization because of the trailer and you're like oh damn that looks so good or did you just stick with your class and you were just like i like this and i like th- liked its elite spec and it made me stay so you know heart forms elite spec what did you love about it and why did it make you stay and Kruf. I'll be right back. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, I would definitely say that Dragon Hunter, being a Guardian main, it definitely <sighs> reinforced my love for Guardian. But I went into it thinking I could support. And I was... I thought the trap actually healed other people as well. And it does not. It just heals yourself. And if it did heal other people, that'd be kind of cool. But, you know, it's so far gone. But the one trailer that kind of made me look at other classes or maybe two trailers was probably reaper and chronomancer those were probably the two trailers that drew me more to the necromancer and mesmer as a whole i still always liked them and enjoyed them but particularly reaper i think was like ooh, i really want to play that just because it looked so cool it looked so new with the new shroud and the, the play style of being like the tanky, bruisery, hard-hitting necromancer. I really enjoyed that. I like that you mentioned Chronomancer. I think I... So I wasn't... Again, I wasn't there for, like, the release of Heart of Thorns. So for me, I kind of got introduced to all of the different elite specs, you know, generally around the same time. Um, But if we're just looking at elite specs that were introduced in Heart of Thorns, I think Chronomancer just has such a cool theme. Like... I love that. I love the idea of uh, the, like, time manipulator. And that concept, especially when you then pair it with something like a tanking almost sort of component where you're essentially, like, rewinding time or doing these different things that, like, affect your party in different ways and in theory, you know, make it so they never took the damage or protects them. Like, from just a conceptual kind of thing, I think that's the coolest. And it reminds me a lot as well of My Hero Academia and some of the stuff in the most recent season with, like, that idea of, like, rewinding damage or rewinding stuff um, or just, like, the way that you might play with time as an element. So, for me, Chronomancer probably, although, funnily enough, I, like, never play it. (laughs) But... 
<laughs> but I do think that thematically it's cool. Did Druid? Druid came out for yeah. Heart of Thorns, yeah. I think probably my most played one is Druid because, uh, again, I do actually really like the concept of that as well, being able to summon the nature spirits and do buffs. The Celestial Avatar, I think, is a really cool thing. Like, that's that extra step that feels really Guild Wars 2 to me that a lot of other um, MMOs that might have something like Shaman, you know, or, you know, you're summoning totems or spirits, right? That's sort of usually kind of the end-all be-all of what you do, but the fact that Druid has that extra thing where, you know, you're almost becoming, like, one with the universe and then, like, healing people. I was like, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so I, I actually have a lot of fun playing Druid, even if it is pretty straightforward. And I think it just is satisfying. Like, it just feels like what you're doing really brings together the concept of the class. So I like that a lot, too. I think you can play. I think it... it... It can feel straightforward when you got used to it after a while. But I, I went back to when we were playing Raids last week. I actually played Druid Healer. Uh, and I haven't played Druid Healer for maybe two years or so. When we would like went through all the Raid content other than a couple of bosses. Um, and I switched. It sounds weird, right? <laughs> Jebro playing a Druid Healer? Um, but... Uh, and then I was like, I remember like, you know, going into the avatar form and trying to build might stacks for people because it was just something, not something I did in PvP or PvE really, um, other than raids, uh, maybe fractals, I guess, but I never played it in fractals. Um, and then swapping the Celestial avatar, then using AOE abilities to bring, bring might as well and pop that out. Um, and using healings and using the tides, um, glyph to you know knock back orbs and stuff in uh, uh veil guardian boss and also just you know popping down you know choosing which heal to use where am i going to use the spirit where am i not going to use the aoe heal um you know depending on which boss i'm doing if i'm on can you know like you know probably not the heal spirit maybe i'll pull out the other one and help people out a little bit or maybe i'm going to start ranging the boss a little bit so i can you know tank the shards that come out of the boss or am i going to stick around or am I going to go out a little bit from the raid to grab the big fire, a like the big red AOE around me and not stand on the rest of my peeps because I can survive and I'm good. You know, there's different options. Um, and apparently Druid is now pretty good in PvP so <laughs> because they're just Ooh, so bulky because there's big changes in uh, PvP the last couple of days. So I didn't know about PvP. That's cool, though. Yeah, Druid has a lot of flexibility. Yes. Uh, and there are a lot of things in its kit CC-wise and depending on your pets, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, even I remember when I had the revelation of Hand Axe and the fact that, like, Hand Axe itself has a variety of all sorts of different things you can do. Like, your one just automatically generates might as you use it. There's, like, other ones within that that will um, help your CC. The spirits themselves have a bunch of different effects when you detonate them, sometimes including CC. Uh, like, there's so many different things yeah, that you can that. do. And even, like, with the mobility of staff, if you're using it on Druid and you can mm. sort of fly around, or um, I even sometimes like the situational stuff with, like, the healing wall where if projectiles go through and it's a fight where you have a lot of things lobbing at you. Like, yeah. it's just that extra little thing that I think as you get better with Druid, like, Druid will do what Druid does pretty well, even if you have no idea what you're doing. But when you actually start <laughs> to, like, learn the little situational things, especially in raids and fractals and stuff like that, I think that Druid has a really nice flexibility of kit that is kind of a reason that it's been there even aside from the might as something that's brought in a lot to different raids or groups yeah yeah for sure and the resing as well sending your pet out to res and like automatically through the traits or whether or not you need an extra one just in case you need a little bit of 
uh, a lift in some of those moments where maybe someone just keeps dying quite a lot and you're like, I want them to learn, so maybe we'll just get that belly. Um, uh, <laughs> um, it's not happening that red. Um, because normally we all die at the same time. Uh, unless it's Ken. Sometimes we have trouble there in Samurai, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that's that is a good point about actually all the classes as well. They have like some idiosyncrasies which are very, you know, they have a lot of these details where you're like, you know, if you really flesh it out and start to play it more, you know, these little tiny things about the class where you're like, ah, oh, so I can actually do, you know, get a little bit more extra might or I can get a little bit more AOE healing if I pop out this field and blast it and charge through it, for example, as, a, as an additional thing. Um, and combo fields is a very, very unique thing for Guild Wars 2. There's not many other people that do do it. I know ESO does it in a way where you can interact with fields uh, by pressing a button, so it's not really the same. It's not really a combination um it's more of like an activation i suppose um but yeah i think there are other games that started to do it i can't think of any off the top of my head i don't even think bdo does that does online um uh, i think divinity original sin 2 is like the most intensive combo effect field elemental field but it's not again it's not technically an mmo or anything it's a single mm. player but it has a pretty expansive co-op but almost your entire gameplay in that game comes from just like how different elemental fields are interacting with one another and how you're applying them and then like what those can do to help you in combat or like, mm. you know, sequester areas off. But yeah, Guild Wars 2 is kind of unique as far as MMOs go in doing something like that. There's very few that even combo buffs like or have some kind yeah. of stacking interactive buff ability or it's usually not yeah. something you see a lot of. Oh, that's universal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it'll be like a buff which you just give to like a paladin or something in World of Warcraft where you give everyone like five protection or something and it's just always on. Like that's a paladin buff. Uh, I mean, there are things and traits where, you know, you do give, you know, things specific to your class, but then they're not like the boons. So if you produce might, like every class can produce might in different ways, your teammates or themselves, etc. Rest in peace, old version Alacrity. Old version of Alacrity. What was the old version of Alacrity? When it was a boon. Yeah, was it was boon. a it was a buff. It uh, wasn't it was a, boon. a buff. Wasn't it? Was it a buff? Was it a buff or it wasn't? It oh, wasn't was it a buff. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Only right, right, Mesmers right. could give it out. Yeah. It was the little yeah thingy above your right, the purple time one. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> God, that seems like it was so long ago. H, we didn't get to your elite specs, Heart of Thorns. Hmm. Uh, I mean, we know, but well, okay, I'll, 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 I'll make it more interesting. Uh, what could it be? One that uh, was the I'll most interesting. That was not. <laughs> My good lord, age with the new so... sexy avatar. Did you have to go check out, by the way? What was your favorite elite spec from Heart of Hearts? Um. It was it was Daredevil, yes. Um, mostly because of um, all of our I, shocked I know, faces. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Chat, give Daredevil? us your most shocked emote. Uh, oh, oh sorry. Yes, minute. No, no, I'm sorry. This is excellent. <laughs> Daredevil's great. It's amazing. Tell us about why you love Daredevil. Uh, mostly because acrobatics was not great at the time, so uh, Daredevil was the 
new acrobatics line that people picked and people everyone else disliked because it was pure evasion builds that did damage especially condi um Ugh. no one likes that <laughs> no one likes hard that time. um pvp the... you're talking about you're talking about just every everywhere <laughs> pretty much everything uh... com competitive related yeah um that's melee stuff yes right, i right. did like I did like Reaper because I did like the mm. option of being like immovable, immovable death. Um, so I did play that a little bit. Um, I made a build in PvP where I just stayed on point and just killed everyone. That was fun times. Um, other than that, uh, uh, I did like Revenant too, but like not necessarily the elite spec. I had to take the elite spec because of the shield. But, yes. Um, sure. I did like Malik Shiro at that time, which also is very oppressive at that time. So yeah, I, I played very oppressive stuff, I guess. I'm just trying to see if I'm very aggro. <laughs> yeah. Might I also just point out that we never got the other elite specialization trailers. We only got Reaper and Chronomancer, which was upsetting. We personally. got Dragon. We got Dragon oh. Knight. Oh, we did get Dragon Hunter. We did get Dragon Hunter. But they stopped the other ones, which I think was sure? sad that they didn't do the other ones for, like, marketing and stuff. Because, like, you know, looking at uh, original release, we had all the trailers for the professions. And then in Path of Fire, to jump ahead, maybe. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> we did get trailers for all of the Elite Specs, which is good. So we got those. They probably learned and had more time. But part of me would like for them to right. go back and do the other ones. <laughs> I think you're right, actually. That's a good point. Wait, yeah, because I did do... I did Holosmith and everything else. Dragon Hunter, Reaper... Yeah, it's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, they stopped. <laughs> with elite specializations... Like, with elite specializations yeah, right. almost huh? being the new classes that are introduced to a game. I mean, maybe at that point, they were kind of thinking, you know... Oh, well, Revenant is coming, and that's technically our new class, right? And then we have these others that maybe we want to highlight for some reason because of the actual, like, themes of the expansion. And then maybe they were just kind of going like, eh, but the other stuff is just, like, new things you can do and whatever. And then with Path of Fire, I mean, it does seem like they maybe decided that, yes, they were going to focus more on those elite specs as being sort of the new classes, right? Like, they in and of themselves are a lot of times almost what would be the selling point of other MMO expansions, where you're like, look at the new one! And, you know, like, it, it kind of, I think, yes. maybe, maybe changed with their perspective about what they were going to do for the game and adding things. I, I'm not sure. It is strange, yeah. though. At the time uh, before they released it, they were doing like a lot of marketing and they did those weekly uh, guild chats where they did preview elite specs. So I think that kind of made up for it a little bit. Yeah, it definitely made up for it. But they also did it in tandem. But I believe it was Ruby or one of the developer hosts they had mentioned like they would rather put time to other areas of Heart of Thorns, especially because Heart of Thorns was a very broad-scoped expansion, so I understand it, but there's still something so cool about having class trailers just to look at and go back to and be like... I mean, oh, they, they develop memories. hype, and I, I think I think I know why maybe they didn't, or maybe they changed their mind, and it could be something to do with way how, when we talked about this numerous times, about how they marketed the game at that point in time, because we showed them off on streams and we had access oh, yeah. to them uh before launch and made there was a lot of videos out there 
Um, and I actually think that that may have been part of it. But I also think that you're probably right. They maybe just focused on other stuff and they had a lot to do. Um, I guess this is the Revenant trailer in a way. <laughs> I'm showing on they screen. They did have a specific Revenant one, but it wasn't that great, I honestly. I can't find it. Um... For some reason, I don't know, but I—I I mean, like, I'm great at finding things. Yeah, go link it. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. want me to find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, Ritlock, you know, returning from the mists and all that kind of stuff. He was the the reason why we kind of have Revenant, I suppose, as well. Which is uh, the video on screen. If you are watching from home uh, on your YouTube or your Twitches, um, but yeah, it was it is a very cool new class, and actually. Uh, Kind of sad we haven't had a new one since then. We've got any specializations or like classes, so it's not too bad. Um, so... That's so cool. This was the only trailer that really highlighted the Revenant. There are a couple of okay. cool shots here and there, but it wasn't the same as like the other class trailers either because it Ooh. didn't go through specific skills. It kind of just was like a look at scenery and like look at yeah, these things. Yeah, I saw this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this one. I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was an actual class trailer. I guess I guess it kind of is. Yeah, it just kind of says play the revenant. I guess I would chalk it up to that. And look because at Because it's about it. the specific revenant. Yeah. Is it gonna fight? <laughs> is the, yeah, the, the revenant can glide. The revenant can summon things and Yeah, I didn't like this trailer too too much because it didn't really That's do great. what the other ones did. Yeah, you would think that like one of these taglines on here would say something like oh, "channel the power of ancient spirits" or something, <laughs> or like, yeah. or like, of heroes of legend, and then like leave your own legend, or you know, I mean, they could have. It, it does seem a little bit strange, but just conceptually, outside of the other elite specs that we mentioned, I do think that Revenant is one of the most interesting classes to me in the game. Like, I love that it's a class that, in and of itself, um draws on unique lore in the world and the game and things with the character like Ritlock and what we're talking about there mm. that journey from the mists and the mists themselves are such an interesting place and to have these spirits that like bridge the gap between Guild Wars 1 and Guild Wars 2 and that sort of build your understanding and connection to the literal history of the world I think that it's so cool like I love the idea of it and I just um, you know it's one of those classes that I think does stand out to me Sorry, I had a loud bus going by, but it's, it's one of those classes that I think does stand out to me. You're trying to get those quiet buses as... to get past next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll let him back there go by. Um, but yeah, like it just feels so unique to Guild Wars 2. It's kind of like Mesmer in that sense to me, and that I really feel like it's one of those classes where I'm like, this is really, really cool. This is really Guild Wars 2 sort of in its own design mentality, and it feels unique to the game. Yeah, that's very true. And like bringing people back and everything else from, uh, I guess, the Guild Wars 1 as well. Guild Wars, sorry. And just, yeah, yeah, you're right. They did do it, definitely do it in their unique way, that is for sure. Um, so Revenant, so you kind of enjoyed Revenant as well, Age, along with that. That makes sense. And the Thief as well. Kind of assassin yeah. character in PvP and we, like that competitive Yeah, because I, I couldn't. I can play Thief in PvP because Condies were really, really strong. Yeah. So I, I had to play an alternative class until that got fixed, and Revenant was the pick for me, just mm -hmm. because Revenant and Mesmer are like the assassin base in terms of like heavy and light. So uh, 
Revenant was the fun one at the time since it was new and shiny and you know so it was very just strong. go for that yeah it was really strong they had to shave it down I remember but yeah it was, and it's a still the, the very assassin class and you can, you can play as a tanky bunker kind of decapping class if you hate life I guess um <laughs> I know, I know. You do. I'm pretty sure you have a build video with that. Um, I have so many build videos. Mm, I probably covered it. Yes, I'd be um, I, I think like I to go one. down the dark side. Yes, I, I've been down that that dark side, making uh, engineer turrets, turret engineer, very famous back in the day, and uh, getting those. But can we take a moment? Go on. To honor the worst and best build ever created by our lovely co-host of last week, last time, World of Enders, the Ventari Explosion Tablet Build. Did nobody play this? Did, does no one remember this? I I actually might not. I I was raiding with Jebro once, and I tri- and I said, "Hey Jebro, remember to look at this." And I blew up my tablet, and he's he just went off on me. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. That was uh, like, the, the most impressive thing, and it re- I encountered it quite a bit in PvP. And then they had to do a bunch of changes to the tablet explosion, which was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, you seem really upset about that. Um, no, I mean, you do seem upset about it. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't meant to be sarcastic. Um, <laughs> just English and like forget that sometimes Ooh. I can't actually just talk normally. Um, <laughs> so sarcasm is normal. Um, Cool. Okay. I guess we kind of done that. Um, I guess half one. Oh no, I can say my bit. I guess. <laughs> um, half ones for engineer was kind of weird because like scrapper is. I still uh, scrapper is probably out of scrapper and hol- um, holograph. <laughs> What's that? Um, <laughs> and uh, hollow smith. I think Scrapper's actually my favourite because I like the kind of... It's very Scrappery. I mean, I guess it's very engineering because I've got little robots like just surrounding you and doing your bidding kind of thing by like supporting you or doing damage. Uh, and they've had changes. It's not a very... It's not very iconic. It's not very much like, you know... It, I guess you do feel like your class changes but it just more s- adds a little bit of something, you know? It like adds a bit of stealth. It adds a res. Like your main feature as a scrapper is the fact that you can, you know, send out your your gyro, your little bot, and it will res or downstate people, finish them off. So it's mainly a PvP mechanic more than anything. And they've tried to work things into the traits where it gives you super speed and stability and stuff when you activate it. Um, but you know, other than that, it's it's a very it's supposed to be a very defensive kind of. Um, trait line I suppose uh, and it's not too bad it hits fun to heal with it um, but you don't really give off many boons or anything else additional so it's like it's not in Guild Wars 2 if you're not doing you know two or three different jobs rather than just the one thing then other than if you're hand cutting on Deimos and again you know you hate life um, which is you know, what I do right now um, <laughs> 
apparently last week no the other two weeks ago i was like i don't want anyone to do this job because it's boring and it's horrible so i will do it and then it was like i'll do it on my scrapper as well and i was well it was the worst i was like standing there i was like i'm just dying and everyone has to start again because i keep dying this is sad just play ventari revenant that's all i should have but um oh god oh no i, I would do double think most of our code, i mean there you go just go for it <laughs> i try where i can as a druid to just toss a little pity a little pity heal in the corner over there during that <laughs> like <laughs> Like, look at you in the sad punishment box uh, on those hands. Like, give you a little the person heel. we don't like, so, so you can do that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, other than that, I think Scrapper, Scrapper's definitely have been a fun one over the over the years to kind of have different builds. Like, it, it became very good. Sido Noder, it still is. It's still good in team fights, really, in ranks and stuff. People don't really play it in uh, monthly ATs anymore. They did. I think they kind of dip in and out because it's just an all-round... It's good at different stuff. It's still good in World v. World, as far as I know, and... Um, yeah. yeah, I fought a scrapper for twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. All that was not fun. As a one v one, I don't think you'll be able to do that any in PvP as much anymore because they've just removed uh, the big healing amulets, the big, he the biggest healing stat amulets, and now you think the maximum healing stat you can get is five hundred rather than a thousand or seven fifty. I can't remember. Um, so that's changed a lot. I've actually got to get in there trying that out. I do um, see in chat the mentions of Hollowsmith being a class that some people are feeling is maybe a little bit confusing in a thematic sense or kind of strange. I actually, it's funny because I think Hollowsmith to me makes sense in in the, at least in the, the, the theme of, right? If we're talking about ways to create illusions within the world of Tyria, right? We have these two sort of forces that kind of occur and happen which is sort of magic and then this rising of technology mostly in science mostly embodied by the asura so for me although the balance isn't quite you know i think tyria to me feels more magical than it necessarily does all all the time like technological there is that component so i can understand on one hand why you would be like Let's try and like envision what it means to be somebody who summons illusions or or holograms in a lot of different ways. Like, how would yeah. somebody else do this? But I haven't played much Hollowsmith myself. I just know that people tell me that like there's you get like lightsaber, like lightsaber, yeah. and then you get like then, a the, lightsaber. You get like a lightsaber, and then if you want, why did that hit you so hard? It. And that if you want to play, if you want to be Star Wars, Rookie. you can do it. <laughs> if you want to be Star Wars. That's what I've heard. That's, that is literally how every person has pitched this class to me. Everybody's like, Rook, you can become a holosmith, you get a lightsaber. And I'm like, well, that is a good argument. So the and I do you get lightsaber. You can get it it's as like an Jedi ascended. Mind trick illusions i mean i did that that's, that's what I mean. I you can get as the ascended yeah. weapon unlock i'm pretty I mean, sure Mr. So. smith and it was a sith lord yeah. and it was fun yeah good times yeah. asura if you're gonna be asura in roleplay being hollow smith it feels very it feels very on theme for for the asura race i think i think that's very good that's my um yeah. i have a main my main asura as well um uh, it is it's very techno i mean like someone said techno magical i kind of like that um but it is very much futuristic and very like tron like i always think of tron when i'm playing my smith um 
it's very loud as well graphically and i'm not a massive fan of like loudness all the time because of just commentating pvp for so long and just how i've always been like yeah sometimes you, people just cannot see what the f is going on most of the time and we have to try and make this work <laughs> um and i like where my screen is just rainbow sparkle barf yeah. i mean i'm pretty much <laughs> i logged on to hello kitty online it's great <laughs> <laughs> Memories. <laughs> I don't need to know where mechanics are if I'm in the middle of a sick rave, Jeb. <laughs> yeah, that's true, true. I want to experience an acid trip without taking acid. So, <laughs> I'm bored. My own numberry bars and my rainbow, <laughs> my rainbow unicorn finisher, and everything is fine. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good finisher. Um, <laughs> let me have a look. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so and then I guess path of fire as well. I'm my document with all the questions I had, and it's just rubbish. Um, <laughs> and then path of fire. Wait, did I go for everyone for this? Yeah, path. We did heart of thorns. We, we did half of fire. Okay, path of fire. So like, it, were you all happy with your elite specs for that, like class wise, and and you've still stuck to the same thing? We all stuck to our classes, kind of. I mean, I, we know HS. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Groove has. I am pretty. I haven't played Deadeye as much. Yeah. I could try it out. Um, I'm playing it more now because I just have like this. Oh, I'll talk about it later, actually. But um, I played a little bit of the Hollow Smith because of the lightsaber thing. Um, and the Hollow Smith is actually really fun because when you actually go into Hollow mode, you just do this crazy combo. Of like, mm-hmm. um, I think it's the five, which is a huge knockdown, and then you press three, which is like a, a circle AOE, and then you can go into the pistol shot and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, what else was there? There was da-da-da. Weaver. I thought I would like, but it's just a lot. It is. A lot. It is a lot. It gives me a headache every time I'm, I'm. Every time I try and play Weaver, I'm just like my brain is. I think I lose cells. <laughs> I'm like trying to think so hard. They're just like, please stop. <laughs> and, and it's probably not that complicated for everyone else. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm. I can't. It's. Yeah. It I feel like lot. if you main Ellie, you can get used to Weaver. Yeah. But. I feel like Weaver, in a way... I'm just thinking about it right now. It's like, what a belly just in that world. thousand yards stare. If you had to describe one class in that look, that was it. Magnum. No, sorry, Elemental. I've never had a hard time with its rotation. I just feel like because of its weaving mechanic, it sometimes feels like it slows the combat down a little bit inorganically. Like, it feels like you have to, like, get into two attunements twice to get to the thing you want. I know there's a utility skill that kind of subverts this, but it still is weird, and I feel like it only really shines in melee with the sword. I feel like they finished the sword, and they were like, okay, well, now we have to do the other weapons. I don't think staff feels super great. I don't think scepter feels super great, other than the plasma stuff. Um, But I think if you want to play Weaver, you have to play, like, sword focus, sword dagger, something like that. Yeah, most I mostly see sword used. Sometimes all the dodging, all the dodging. Yeah, 
And you have too many dodges. <laughs> yeah, got too many evades. Um, so then Firebrand, I guess, for Rook and Kroof then. Was that like a... Yeah, cool. I love it. Yeah. Was that I love Firebrand. I don't... I was happy, but I was bored. <gasps> Why were you bored? Wait, what? I know, I know. Ooh, right. Contra, if you're brave. Deborah might know why. I've talked about this a no, lot. I just feel well, like no. Firebrand. <laughs> oh, Firebrand is really effective and great. I was just more so disappointed in the creativity. Mm. It felt like a lot of just point blank cones and like, oh, all the mantras are cones. Every single mantra, you interact with it the same way. You just tap it. There's no cast time, there's no like setup. Or there's a setup with the charge time, but using them, there's no strategic setup, pretty much. Uh, you just use them when you need them. And I prefer more engaging skills a little bit. The tomes also all followed the same setup with, like, cone. Your second ability is an AoE around you. The third is a targeted one. The fourth is a bubble of some sorts or a larger AoE. And the fifth one is a buff. So it's extremely effective. I just would have liked a little bit more flair within the tomes themselves and, like, change up the mantras a little bit. Because Mesmer has some interesting mantras. I like the mantras on Mesmer. Yeah, you get the cool sound effects and you get the, you know, there's an effect <laughs> that happens on the enemy. I know, I know what you mean. Like, Firebrand is is cool for what it does. Like, it has, like, good usage in terms of, you know, it can bring might and it can bring quickness and it can bring, you know, healing and support and it's got all that kind of stuff. But it's not very... And it's and there is some cool visual stuff, I guess, like a Totem of Courage and the Big Bubble, which is not bad. But, you know, Guardians do bubbles anyway of different bits and bobs, um, like Sanctuary and um, just a shield. Um, and... It was kind of like, yeah, if, if I think about the books going into the tome, like it's just got fire, you know, the first book, you know, you'd fire some CC and, you know, the healing tome is cool. You remove conditions and you've got Warfield and you do healing and you can spam out stability, everything else. And it's cool, but it's very much a utility. I mean, obviously it's, it's damage as well, but like, you know, it's very utilitarian, utilitarian the right word um don't even know if that's a word pretty sure it might be uh might not have the it's meaning i'm trying to use but <laughs> it's it a word it's not the right word no it's not it's really not um but uh yeah i, I guess visually it's not got the like you know whoo that's a hollow smith um not sure many people have said that in yeah. that way but like <laughs> do you know what i mean because i would feel or maybe feel rook's gonna give us a counterpoint and go give us your give us your opinion I mean, I agree, Kroof, in the sense that I think from, like, a player complexity standpoint, they very purposefully were going, okay, well, we'll make each of these different buttons generally do about the same thing, so mm -hmm. that, like, in the sense of, as far as, like you were saying, cone, area of effect, you know what I mean? So that as players switch between these, it's not super overwhelming initially, and it's not something where, like, you're switching in and you're literally, like, oh god okay scroll over in the middle of combat like what does this one do and then and then I, and, and it's okay like you have a general idea in the in the moment and like with your reflexes what sort of general area the thing you're going to be doing is and on one hand i totally agree that i do think it kind of makes things 
too simplistic sometimes when you are like you said swapping between different things and i think it's rewarding to have a variety of kind of different abilities and things but i also totally understand why they do it i mean like even some of the elementalist stuff is kind of similar where again it's like mm -hmm. you generally have an idea of the scale or scope of each ability at least just when you're starting out and kind of going through initial elementalist stuff so that it's not too overwhelming for players so like there's that but i also think that firebrand is really 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 cool because it is so different than all the other cosmetic of of guardian and like to have this thing that really does feel like here's our core concept for this class like guardian and then we're going to create these different spin-offs with the elite specs that are really totally different envisionings you know like jeb you were talking about scrapper where you were like oh it's kind of like it just adds on some bits and bop but like with Firebrand, it really feels like you mm -hmm. pick up that elite spec and you're like, I have a book now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just, I have a book. Is a book? And you're kind of sitting there like, I. they gave me a bow that I threw in the garbage, which made me really sad. They gave me you know, these other things. But now I have a book. They gave me the other things. And they gave me like others, like sword and shield. I thought that was going to be, but that was, I was wrong about that too. But now I have a book and I'm supposed to do something with it. And I personally, like, I love that because having also played in Final Fantasy XIV a book class, which is like their summoner scholar, I think it's so much more boring than it is in, in Guild Wars 2, where it really does feel like this magical tome and like the graphics with the mantras and everything to me felt really distinctive, but also really specific to Path of Fire. And again, I guess I like a lot of those classes that do draw really strongly from like the context of the world and the lore, which is why Revenant catches my eye, which is why I think Mesmer is so unique. But I really like Firebrand because to me, it feels like an elite spec that can do a lot of things, that can be really strong. And even though I, because I started healing on Druid, so I haven't taken it in for support and I keep being like, one of these days I'm gonna master it and take it in for raids. Haven't gotten there yet. But even so, I actually think the entire concept of the class, the aesthetic of the class, again, it's so different from everything else that we see, and yet feels very, very, very true to Tyria. So, like, I do agree that maybe they could have done a little bit more to make it a little more dynamic, a little more interesting, that felt a little unique, especially since we already have some other classes that kind of do something similar where you're switching between your kits or you're switching between your elements. But at the same time, I think what they did, they did well. I mean, I think it's neat. I think that the concept is cool, and it's really cool that they worked it into a class that otherwise just, I think it was a bit of a risk to put it in with because it feels so different than the rest of Guardian in a way that still works and is true to the core concept, but that just really, really surprises you, honestly, when you think about, like, what would I imagine for Guardian? And you're, like, probably not throwing a book at it and being, like, learn your history! And then, like, mm -hmm. you use that for magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. With pretty much everything, it probably was more easy to follow a formula. I think that's what it is. It kind of verged on a bit more formulaic for me. But I also can't help but wonder, like, what if you only were able to use one tome instead of all three at once? Like, would that have allowed them to go a little bit more crazy with the skills or more interesting? And it would probably also help a little bit of the balance, too, especially in PvP. Early on, having access to all three tomes at once, especially with the Tome of Courage, a lot of boon up time, a lot of heals and all that stuff. I, would have actually, I think I would have preferred just having one tome, and you choose from the three, you can only use one. Kind of like Soul Beast now, 
where you can only use one pet. That's a good point. Yeah, balance was nasty. For a long balance time. Balance was nasty at the launch of Path of Fire. Oh. And Kurt, that I think that's also sense. a good idea, though, because it lets you, like, master each of those, right? So, it, like, you, like you were saying... Yeah. There's a reason why, yeah, having all of them at once, and if they all did really drastically different things, I think that would be really overwhelming. But if you had to pick one, and, like, that thing kind of did a niche or something, but then it interacted with your weapons or, you know, whatever it was, I think it could give you more, vi like, variety between them without making it super overwhelming to people just picking it up, you know, because every single book does something so drastically different, you have no concept of what you're even doing with the class. So true. It was... I, I guess does anyone have like a favorite, a favorite at least book from Path of Fire? They kind of just like because they just jump on it, like or even in the game, like in in a whole, you're just like you know I'm not very good at this, but I like to just go on it because I want to see the shiny stuff it does, or I would like to be good at this. And is there one where you're just like that looked so cool, and I really I just sometimes go on it and just hit hit stuff just for fun, just because I like it because it's shiny. I really liked Scourge, actually. I liked yeah. its its direction. I think Scourge, out of all the Path of Fire ones, in terms of everything with thematic, the way it was executed, Scourge, I think, was probably the, the best one in my view. Though it was still overpowered with the trait Sansevant, I think if they had gotten rid of that and just stuck with the more concrete philosophy of what the shades were, uh, I think it probably would have helped early on. But I think the idea with the barrier and a more supportive tone to a class that was so focused on death and killing and, da and damage was really nice. And it really did feel like almost a new class, almost, for Necromancers to play. Hmm. Good answer. Sketch. Surprising. I hate Sketch. <laughs> I, also, I, also I play kind of in like... pvp all the time but I, because I, I actually yeah. do really enjoy like a lot of what it does i like the barrier and i like the the resing and the support it gives because i like support classes so i like playing like being a necromancer support um you know it's something you could do in Elder scrolls online as well which i really really enjoyed we could just play whatever you want in that game um but like in guild wars 2 specifically like you said you know being I guess, I guess, essentially, you know, you're still using a little bit of death to do to get some barrier and whatnot as well. But it's, it's a little bit more supportive, like with just like the barrier as the main thing, rather than just you know your healing. You're not you're you know your allies aren't dying out as much as quickly as they would if you weren't there. You know, you, people aren't you know being bled out as much and stuff like that. So it's more like stopping your health from going down more rather than just like pure healing. Um, which is I kind of a little like that a little bit more than just you know blatantly healing your team I suppose as well which is quite cool um, yeah awesome. what else uh, Age, Age and Rook what else did you like I've got nip off again it's just because of the noise and stuff I'm trying to counteract people when I keep knocking on my door so I'll be back in two seconds uh, Rook tell me which one's your favorite one I want to get better at Firebrand. Like I said, it's one of those ones that I have just, like, barely dabbled in, but I want to get better at it. So Firebrand is is definitely one that I'm interested in. I actually also think Scourge is really neat, too, with that idea of, like, how do you re-envision something with supports? Like, that's definitely caught my eye a lot. 
trying to think of anything else. Tempest is one that I also have been interested in playing, but haven't dabbled in too far. Too far. How about you? I would say Spellbreaker. I haven't played a lot of it, but it's it's conceptually appealing just because of the the kit and of what it does, the blocks into like various different actions. It's kind of like Berserker in terms of rage moment, but in this case, it's just block and you get different uh, bonuses based on that. Um, I've, yeah, I haven't played a ton of Spellbreaker, but uh, I would, if, if there was one class I would want to get better at, it'd probably be that. Um, Hollowsmith is, I just play an open world PvE. I, I just, just play that for fun. I don't think I necessarily have to get better at it, but um yeah i guess those two if anything spellbreaker is very is very unique as well like interrupting stealing boons um you know making using their elites so that if you do attack them you do you know a mass amount of damage steal boons whatever way you treat it um this spellbreaker is very unique as well i think you know having that dagger as a as a weapon is pretty interesting you know going with like a dagger shield and whatever um yeah, I don't mind the Warrior Elite specs because Berserker, I play Berserker, I actually play Berserker Warrior. Uh, what I do in raids is I try and play a different role all the time. Like, so I'm trying to learn all the different roles and all the different things that, so like, you know, I will tank with a Berserker Banner Warrior in, um, to kill, what's his name? The one on the chessboard. Oh, flip now. What's up? Um, Mercer Overseer? Yeah, yeah, yeah um and i'll play that and i played I, I played that in the last couple over the last month you know it's not something warrior isn't something i've really played a lot of uh in the past i played banner warrior and like you know support guild wars two ages ago and it was really good i guess hambo i played a long time in core for a bit because i like the cc and just you know slamming down a hammer on people's faces it's fun um but like yeah so like berserker i guess i played in I guess, well, yeah, Heartforms, uh, but still that's like a big thing around to, you know, boost the damage of your team in raids. Um, Spellbreaker isn't something I've not, I haven't played much of, in all honesty. I've tried to, um, I think it's, there comes a point where I'm just trying to learn all the things, and it's just like, can't play everything, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely one that's... build for Spellbreaker. Sorry? A really nasty stun build for Spellbreaker. You yes. can get a lot of interrupts. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot. And a I lot they probably they should probably look at that next. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll become more strong as well, I think, as we as the healing gets reduced for sure, because people won't be able to sustain as much. You'll be able to interrupt them to the point where they won't be able to heal that damage back and survive. So I think side noting wise in PvP, that's probably gonna get stronger. Um those fights. That's what they're trying to do by removing all the healing stats that they've just done. They've lowered the... They're basically just taken out the higher stat amulets and left us with 500 stat. Um, it's not in too bad a place, Emperor. I know I know what Kruf's talking about, but it'll, it'll get better. It'll get better, hopefully. We'll see. Um, did everyone go? Okay. I'm trying to think about me. Uh, what is the kind of thing that I would like to play more of? Or I sneak onto sometimes. 
I think I just play everything anyway. <laughs> Sometimes all the stuff I really want to play. I guess Weaver is one of those classes where I'm like, I do tend to, I like the animations and stuff. Like I really like the Fire Earth third skill with, I think, I, I'm not sure if that's the first skill, where you go down into the Earth and you come up and you've got Earth all, all over you and you've evaded for like a second or something. Like I really like that anima in, um, yeah. animation. Um I actually like some of the Warhorn um, uh, stuff on Tempest. <laughs> like, I actually really like some of those animations. I remember trying to support build in PvP with Warhorn, um, which was actually really, really fun because they've actually got some strong support skills, but the offhand um, weapon's too good. You know, I've, what is it, focused for the uh, invulnerability and stuff like that. Um, pretty sure that's right. Um, <laughs> brain. Um, but it's i don't know i think i kind of play a lot of different stuff i think scourge i i was a bit upset that it didn't have more that had these kind of like really in place things and you just pressed buttons and it's something happened everywhere and i wasn't sure what was going on sometimes i think that's not as obvious for a lot of people um Whereas, you know, Hollowsmith is like this really bright colored, like there's a big arena that you can put down if you want to and it gives boons. Then you can just get this hammer out, you know, and like Age was saying, you, you kind of get these pistols out and you boo, 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 boo. Do you know what I mean? It's like very like, I felt like a kid, you know, like a little boy, like with my toys and just being like, yeah, all this, do you know what I mean? It was just really fun. Um, very, very yeah. typical, stereotypical boy um <laughs> outdated Who doesn't like a little bit of larping it's fine yeah, there you go. Outdated. I, you, so much I mean i do that like i mean you know and and now like even even as a you know getting close to 40 year old man um i it's still very fun i just like <laughs> your face um <laughs> you know and just like still make these noises when i play this class it's kind of fun um great <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't do anything. <laughs> That's my mum. You can, you can thank I thank my mum for that. Um, not my dad though. Uh, I didn't get a bad teeth though, so that's good. Um, <laughs> bless her. I love you, mum. She does come in here. Sorry. <laughs> she probably won't watch this. She's probably not here now. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> there's not much more to talk about really in all honesty class wise i don't know if there's anything else you you wanted to bring up or i mean there is for the future but i want to save that for a different podcast i'm trying not there's loads of stuff i want to talk about on the podcast but i'm trying to save them for closer to the release date um yes. so like but i know we're gonna to get to a point where it's like predictions about classes and what weapons and stuff we're going to have and then they're just going to release it in one day and it's going to be too late so that might be coming close, like sooner uh, rather than later that kind of podcast and, and the story and maps and talking about you know the future and I do want to have a podcast in future about you know going from living world to DRMs and all that kind of stuff um, and what we think about that which might actually be the next one um, but I'm not sure how much you can talk about that I don't like it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's probably like a few more things than that, I a would little say. Bit, a little bit. Um, but in terms of, I mean, I think we all all agree. We, we all probably know how unique Guild Wars 2 is, isn't it? In its combat, combo fields, boons, and all the stuff. And Krivus got a finger in here. 
Two fingers. No, I have two. And a hand. What? Out, I don't know if this was a question that you had, but out of the two sets, which one do you mm. think, for the specializations, Heart of Thorns or Path of Fire, which one do you think was more effective as a whole? As gameplay, as marketing, as originality? Germany? I mean, you can... Why like, don't you tell us I what mean, you yeah. think? Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. Okay, I guess, I guess since I, I asked the question... I mean, if anyone wants to answer first, but Emperor might have uh, said it in chat. I think I preferred Heart of Thorns over Path of Fires. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly for the sake, I mean, it's, it is kind of a rough game because Heart of Thorns was the very first batch of elite specializations. And I think with End of Dragons, when we get a third batch, it'll be a bit better and more fair to Can compare you imagine all three. if we didn't? But, Jebra, we're so. not going to start that. <laughs> we're not going to say blasphemy in this chat. Can you imagine if, if we did? Oh, ah, that's the main feature of the expansion. It is that would be pretty so much. sad. Yeah. That'd be so upsetting. But um, I think because Heart of, Thor- Heart of Thorns had the first lead specializations, it was inherently already going to be branded as original and unique in some way. Yep. But comparing the two sets, I felt like Path of Fire elite specializations they focused so heavily on area of effects and conditions and boons. And they didn't really mm. do anything fun with the way AoEs were shaped. It was mostly just all circles. While in uh, Heart of Thorns, we had roads, we you had really these projectiles. Like circles, like, <laughs> I <love> circles. <laughs> the circular head of yours is amazing. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. It's just the. It's more like. Circles are great. Circle. Uh, but I just felt like with Heart of Thorns, they really tried to push their combat in terms of having projectiles that travel. And while they travel, they shoot off other projectiles, moving water fields, etc., uh, etc. Et like different states and like stages that people can go in and, and, and the classes can explore. So I felt like Heart of Thorns kind of ticked the box of originality. But Pathifiers were very strong, but they kind of lacked in, in like the pizzazz as for me a little bit they were still cool like i really like scourge and, and a couple others but i think as a whole i preferred heart of thorns hmm okay I definitely, I definitely feel as though and this is based off of just my feelings and not any hard data that i have in my possession so a little note about that but <laughs> i feel as though from what i've heard from people and as i've seen in our like raid groups or new people coming in or that i've heard from even veterans in the community or from my own experience like being out and about it does seem like heart of thorns elite specs tend i i feel like i see them more i see people using them more mm. i feel like i see them in more content a lot of times uh but i do think the path of fire elite specs proof like you were saying are good I mean, I think there are certain ones that really shine from both of the different lineups, but I do think as a whole that it seems like Path of Fire as an expansion, which is not that uncommon. Like, expansions and MMOs tend to kind of do these, like, back and forths, right? So you get that first expansion, which is very, like, it's it's everybody, like, they're trying to put everything on the table. They're trying to secure the future of the game. You get all this stuff, you get drastic change. And then a lot of times the X-Pack that follows tends to almost be a in response to the previous expat. You know what I mean? So mm. you see things get, like, tailored in a different way. 
And I think that some of those things with Path of Fire probably came about as a result of that, where they were going, well, let's make things maybe a little more uniform. Let's make things a little bit more accessible to people to understand initially. Let's try and make these something that for whatever purposes of their own feedback of what they thought was going to happen with combat or the bosses or future content, they seem to create them in a slightly different way. I still think they're super cool, but like you said, I think I do see more people tend to gravitate towards the Heart of Thorns elite specs. I don't know if that's because of just the way that they play being really interesting. I don't know if it's just because Mm. there are certain niches that they do really well, but it does seem to me like they tend to get sometimes a little more love than Path of Fire. But I think both have an interesting lineup. I get that. I get that. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I think I think you're right. What you say about people playing them out in the open. I definitely... And I was just thinking about when you said that, I got an image of Reaper in my head. Because it was very much like... I remember that Reaper trailer very well from Heart of Thorns and how iconic it was. It was like, you're a necro screw it here's a massive scythe and you're just gonna turn into this deaf spinny machine thing you know it was just like <laughs> i remember a pvp clip I, I might have to bring it up <laughs> i have to i think i'll have to show it or at least have the audio um i <laughs> i just shout out randomly i'm in the pvp game and i go into the mid and i'm just really excited and i'm like I'm the massive spinny death machine from Wales or something. And I'm just like killing people everywhere. And I'm just really into it. And I'm just like, Reaper is probably my, one of my favorite elite specs in all honesty. I cross all of them. I'm just like, if there's any elite spec, which is very iconic and very typical, but also is very visually not too ridiculous um all the time but it's just like fun and you just you're just this big reaper thing and you turn this this kind of cloud of smoke and that's moving around and you are just you just look awesome um and you're you know yeah it's just and it's a freeze you know your ice is very much about chilling as well um and the, and the theme of that and how that can because they changed it didn't they like chill you know became a um pve pve became more down damage oriented right um and whatnot as well so it became you know it became a dot after a while rather than just the effect of chill in pvp and world reward which is like saying skill uh resets and actually slowing the player as well um action became and a dot in pve because it was part of the class like you know because otherwise if, you can be a conditioned reaper at all. I'm not that conditioned reaper is a thing, but um, you know everyone plays power. Uh, and yeah, I thought for me, I think you know, I think half forms. I think is definitely. I kind of agree with you, Kruf, really, and and I can. I guess I can understand. And you're. I think you're right as well, but um, Rick, that. They are they are definitely more prominent in raids. I mean, obviously, you know, um, there are other the firebrand is a big thing in in raids as well. But still, dragon hunter is you know big popular damage class in in raids and fractals as well. Um, I like that just because path of fire is the most recent expect. It's not like everyone's just path of fire. They've definitely over time made sure that you know. There are viable things. And even in PvP, like people play Core Guardian still. And 
like support and damage now um maybe not right now because you know support's taking a bit of a nerf but um and i think that was always the hope they're still very very powerful builds from uh both of the expansions which are a bit strong but yeah age is there anything um what was the original question what's your favorite one well i think hot just provided more of like filling the gaps be from the core i think that was initially the plan so it's like what does this class need that um the elite spec can help fulfill um i think pathfire did that a little bit too but i think hot did that a little bit more so i think that's why you probably see more hot specs um the only other reason you would choose in between hot or pathifier is if you want to fulfill like a certain task so like for example if you if you're on elementalist and you want to play support you play tempest um if you're on ranger you play druid like that's the type of thing if you want to do damage you probably take weaver or uh soul beast and respectfully so I, I think those are the two main factors in determining which elite spec you play if any uh like mm. core might fulfill a certain purpose that you want to do for some certain reason i don't think random i don't think revenant would i think revenant is the only class to the exception that you would not take an elite spec just because i feel like revenant the shield is really really good for power based builds um whereas um renegade if you want that range but you don't want the slow part of the hammer um so mm. it's it it's i feel like just those two factors of filling the holes in, in your play style and what you want to do in terms of overall role of dps support or tanking whatever you want to do so age i think that's actually a really good point that i i hadn't even thought about but seems so incredibly obvious so i'm really glad that you said it because some of it too could be that there are certain niches or like roles within these elite specializations that we really don't have other like really great alternatives to right now and having something with like end of dragons where we get a new mm. set that gives more flexibility all around where you know it's not like well if i'm going to do x i can only do y or like well we have to have this thing in this raid or this fractal or this you know what i mean having those extra things like poor chronomancer jail is such a real thing yeah. but like if there were other sort of elite specs, I think, that did something kind of similar, I wonder, and I'm curious, and I can't wait to see how that might actually shift what's played. Because a lot of those, especially when we're talking about raids or fractals, which is where I think you mostly see that role tailoring, like in open world, you can play whatever. It's like you can play whatever you want. You know what I mean? But like in these more tailored kind of niches, I think that you like the raids and things came out with Heart of Thorns, so there's some stuff there that already, I think, kind of plays to certain archetypes, um, although we've had some newer ones. Um, but I, I think it is one of those things where if we have more options for the different classes, that could affect what we see played and what a scale is being played at, because it could just be right now that there are certain niches that just have to be fulfilled that are, you know, you've got two options or three option or one option, <laughs> as opposed to something a little bit more balanced. Yeah, yeah. I think Elementalist is probably the one that has the most flexibility, even with Core, just because it could do everything. But, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm interested. Okay, very quick, very quick, tiny last question. 
uh, new expansion, come up with a random name for your class and uh, a theme. Something really, ra- it could be really random. New, new, uh, sorry, elite spec like theme, just a theme. You don't have to come up with abilities or anything. Maybe that's going to be a future I- class. That's going to be a future one. You're going to get planned in time for that one. Uh, <laughs> I I want to do a I want to do a really good like advance give people like get free people free month warning no a month warning sorry and just be like pick your abilities and all this stuff I want to talk about um I think that would be fun um, I do that yeah that sounds yeah. fun yeah it sounds like a good one um hmm, could maybe do that for the one in a month um yeah pick a just pick a theme and maybe a weapon uh Kruf, go. Or do you need more time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do you always, I, I um, could randomly make something up while you guys think um, if you want. Guardian. Okay. Sentinel. Sentinel, okay. Uh, main hand focus. Main hand focus, okay. Why not? Spellcaster. Ranged. Yeah. Okay. And they damage or they support or what? They would be uh, slightly barrier oriented while having long range capabilities. Barrier for allies, not as much barrier for themselves though. Okay. Cool. Balance, balance the key. There you go. Thinking about balance. Uh, Rook. Dragon champion. Dragon you- champion. Mm-hmm. And you channel the different dragons' abilities. So... <laughs> oh my god! Thinking about balance to blowing my mind. <laughs> I don't care about balance. It's about what I want, and what I Two want is dragon champion. <laughs> I, I want. I want dragon champion. I want to be able to channel the different aspects of the dragons. Dragon. Like. <laughs> embody like i don't know wrangle the mat like not that you are channeling not that you're channeling their spirits <laughs> okay but that like you are channeling the energies affiliated with them yeah. and so like you could have something that would be more healing aspected or it could even play off of a little bit of that like oh gosh reflection or like uh repurposing of energy which we get with like the crystal crystal aspect with Orin. Yeah. Um, I think that would be super cool. You could have something that's like consuming for Krakatoric where you're like doing damage, but you're like consuming enemy spells or something and mm-hmm. then like turning them back. Um, like there's so many cool things. You could even have a little like with Zaitan, maybe you get like bony specter dragon wings or something, or you uh you can <laughs> sounds really good compared to the others. <laughs> like, it's like you maybe get some little wings or something. <laughs> I mean like if you're gonna be a dragon champion at some point you have to get wings and I don't make the rules, that's just it. That's how it go. <laughs> like maybe you don't even get a weapon. Maybe you just like when you're doing the different, you know, magical things, uh your weapon is just your back piece. And we totally throw it your out. Back and your back piece are just dragon wings that you have. And I think there's this no is limitations. Be- you said focus Look. main hand crew. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I think it'd be great. If you can't have back piece, then maybe you just like, as you take on the different, I don't know, energies or something, you get some different summoned weapon or something. I, I think that could be kind of neat and would totally <laughs> shake things up, but also play into the recent themes. Okay. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Age. 
uh, thief elite spec would be duelist offhand sword. You would get damage bonuses based on being visible. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the opposite. So more tank, yeah. more tanky and like uh, Julie. Look, man, I just want a one v one in PvP. I just, you know what? I, just I want agree. The opportunity that would actually be quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. More damage while being visible. Interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be more damage. It's like damage bonuses, or even survivability. Like, like you know, you just yeah. like or something. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I like that. It's kind of the opposite. Um. Oh God, I didn't even think about this question. <laughs> I was just too busy listening to you. You lot. <laughs> uh okay i want a engine yes an engineer um mace which is also your ascender weapon is gonna be it's gonna be a big wrench or something which you can get which i know you can get with toolkit anyway um but you basically can do the stuff kind of you can put out boons and everything else like kind of what a chronomancer does but you do it by like building equipment or something um, and I know and I would actually hate to play this, um, <laughs> but it would be funny. It would just, <laughs> I don't know, like there's a big, it, rather than it being like a, um, a, a unit that you put on the floor, like a turret or AI or something, it's more of something like a, like a spirit that you summon or something, but it's something which follows you around on like a track or something maybe. I don't know. And you construct this thing and as you go around and as you add, you add to it, and it empowers um like your your raid or whatever and sometimes people have to like put combo field or heal it or something to build it up as well as you go into like a raid or something it's very random but like it's it changes graphically as you um it would be crap in like pvp and (laughs) world and stuff and there's no way they would ever do it but it just it just it was just a top of the head random thing um either that or like holographic armor that just randomly appeared on you and it would be like a really tanky class and it would just be like like holosmith armor like kind of thing and it would be called the dragon not champion <laughs> opposite wow. day thing. um bit long-winded <laughs> bit long-winded but uh you know I'm just, I'm just picturing Jebro tanking Mursato with series like, oh, you guys want protection? Let me just craft that for you. Right yeah, now. exactly. Oh yes. See, that's what I mean. Like, and you've got a hammer that you do it, like crafting boons for people. You see? And you have ascended boons, and you can only make them once a week. Wow. That was funny. You just ruined it. <laughs> that was funny, but you just ruined it. I, I got it. I got it. But I like I like the idea of like crafting like boons, like you know, mechanically building boons for everyone. So like like armor or something, and like barrier and stuff like that, and being like, I know you can do it with uh, with scrapper, but like you know, having this ability where you can like strap armor onto people, and that being a a thing like scourges with barrier, I guess, like a supporty like- kind of thing. Forge Master. It could draw from. And this is why they come up with the name. Dwarven, yes, dwarven traditions. Dwarf. Sorry. A lead spec called Dwarf. This is called I know dwarf. you a little bit, Jeb. I know thank how to fill this out in a way that oh, I know you're you. gonna love. <laughs> All right. And then if you, you know use too many talent holes, 
if you, you use me. too many of your abilities, you turn to stone and then you can't do anything for the rest of the fight. Rick's, Rick's been way here way too long. Mm-hmm. Clearly knows my obsession with dwarfs. Mini plug, Dwarf Week is next week, everyone. By the way, on stream, it is literally Dwarf Week what next week. What does that mean? It means we're playing games where I'm a dwarf and I might be wearing something. Oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> you might be wearing something. Yeah. Jeb, definitely wear clothes to stream. I think you'll get banned on Twitch if you're new. I mean, if you want to push the limits, we can push them. <laughs> Is can... there a hot tub involved? No, 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 no. Is there no. a hot tub? Oh, God. That would be quite nice, though. I know this a is a theme on Twitch hot. right now. Next week, are you showing off different swimsuits for all of us on stream? I mean, Sign me up. maybe. I've been working out. It's going on. Uh, I... <laughs> I've been doing a lot of squats recently. No, unfortunately not. I just put a little bit of weight on. Put, put a couple of pounds on, so I'm trying to take him off. And then the stream bought me a cheesecake. It's, it's the bulking process. Um, I, I am going to release some news uh, actually to the to the podcast as well. I did get my ten year green card. I thought you said week. nudes. Oh yeah, congrats again. Man. Yes, thank you. you just Jeb, you're going to have to say it again because Wait, Griff was say? talking about nudes and nudes. totally overwrote you. So <laughs> you said nudes, and I didn't. I didn't. I thought I heard the okay. The rhyme. I got my nudes last week. Oh, I mean, I could You said you're going to release some news. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not releasing so another news. You could have hired a photograph. I mean, maybe when I'm older. You could have done older. a celebratory photo shoot with you, nothing else, and just your green card. Like, oh, yeah. Raw, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That would be kind of oh, a yeah. That set lie. is available on Patreon right now. Um, <laughs> That's what it is. Can you restate your news now that Kerf's gotten the nudes out of her yes. system? <laughs> I um, I got my green card last year, which means last week. Sorry, well, it's not news, is it? Um, last week, which means I can stay in the United States for another ten years, uh, and that is a big deal because I've been working towards that for six years, kind of really. Uh, lots of stuff has happened since then. Uh, I've got married. I've got divorced. <laughs> I've uh, been gone to school. Um, and we have an awesome community here as well and we are going to end the stream on the good news Uh, Well, we're going to end the podcast on that good news Um, as well as thanking all my guests who are amazing as per usual I'm not a US citizen yet we're not there yet that's a lot of that's a lot more work Um, and yeah we're going to do an outro so no music fine I'll play some then wow the whole went through the whole whole soundtrack really sure about that um <laughs> these podcasts are quite long today we've had age rook and also proof <laughs> this is a pre-stream conversation uh i just thought i'd add that um rook what do you do where do you do it thank you very much for coming on and if you could have uh, an exiting party bag uh, what would be number one gift that you would want in that bag thank you Oh god! Oh man! So much pressure. Okay, uh, I am Rook. You can find me at Bird of Chess. Just about everywhere. It's a pun because Rook is both a type of chess piece and a type of bird. But I don't know how to play any chess, so don't come looking for that. We don't got any. There's none. <laughs> what we do have is a lot of MMOs. So Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars Two are remains. I'm an Arena Net partner. I'm very happy to be so. Uh, I adore them, and I play a bunch of others as well. Uh, you can find me. 
twitch.tv bird of chess you can find me on youtube now too bird of chess thank you everybody that's checked that out we're just getting started there so every time you hang out subscribe leave a comment watch anything it means a lot and I'm really excited to keep expanding what we're doing and also to learn from amazing masters like Kroof over here, who I spy on and try to channel the good YouTube energy from. So <laughs> I'm excited. It'll be a good time. Uh, but you can uh, find me doing all sorts of different stuff, usually uh, three to four days a week with podcast appearances and new YouTube videos going up once a week. What's in the party bag that you need? Look, you all like my party bag. I want a really good life-sized baby Orin plush. I don't want that nonsense. I don't like the one that they you know have. What a party bag <laughs> is? Are you, are you talking about something we can blow up or, or like and put in a bag? She's or? a baby. She's little, Jebro. You, she's a little baby. <laughs> and then you put her in what a really in? bag. I forgot this is America. Party bags are probably a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, <for> <laughs> All right, a life-size Orin eventually. Or something we'll try okay i'm not promising anything um <laughs> good answer though. uh Kreef, what do you do where do you do it and also if you could have something in a party bag when you exit uh what would it be hi love Friday. my name is Kreef. i don't know if you know welcome to the stream i mean welcome to the end of the stream so um <laughs> i do youtube stuff a couple videos every week um, and I do streaming on Twitch on, I guess, Friday now because podcasts or whatever. But uh, sometimes it's Friday uh, if I'm feeling it. But definitely Saturday and Monday. And uh, yeah, mostly do YouTubes. And uh, got some more lore videos coming out, maybe. You know, nice little subtle lore stuff. And um, party bag, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> condoms. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or like $50 that'd be fun <laughs> Kruf, if you take this $50 you can buy, like... if you take $50 you can go buy yourself condoms <laughs> and then still have money left over oh, oh no. you know they're both very small and attributable you can fit them in a party bag you know party it's a good time right I mean, stay we're safe, exiting. everyone. We're exiting. It, it makes you know if they announce it at the party, stay till the end. You'll get you know protection. Um, they didn't specify what kind. And fifty dollars. <laughs> well, I say Kruf. and fifty dollars. Kruf likes. Oh god. Kruf likes supporting and protecting her allies, but also. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! Oh. You're very true. Very right. Age, please. Help me. Um, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> sorry, I'm here. Age is like deadpan most of the time. I just love it. Um, such a legend. All right. Age, uh, tell us what you do, where you do it. And also, you would like to have it in a party bag at the end of the night. I don't know uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you can tell, I am a thief main. I play mostly Warworld's World. Uh, I might get back in PvP uh, these days since support is a little bit more tolerable. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me streaming during the week, usually in the evenings. Uh, I also play Apex Legends. If you're into that, it's mm. kind of like FPS Guild Wars too. So, if you're into that. Um, I'm getting back into YouTube, so probably put out a video next week. I actually made a Deadeye Shadow Arts build that closes the gap on Rangers. Um, 
you'll you'll probably hear me rant about rangers a little bit in that video so i'm um, just i apologize in advance for all ranger mains um yeah uh i also do a uh gilbert's Two podcast called talking script it's at 4 p.m eastern at twitch.tv slash mad realms that's two a's in the mad and my twitch and everything for me is uh age night road uh twitter twitch youtube uh for my party bag i would like a replica of the legendary incinerator uh i would like a hundred dollar amazon gift card and when are we adding to this man <laughs> i would like uh and? go go xlr mini no no actually regular go xlr you didn't say it, it couldn't be an expensive party bag so yeah jesus I want to add You can't just time. add stuff to the back. Guess it won't be. Everyone. I want. I want. I've gone around I in a circle, and all of a sudden, I'm just completely bankrupt. I've got no. I've got no protection, no money, and no equipment anymore. I can't afford this. I'm a bloody student. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's the matter with these people? <laughs> Gotta upgrade somehow, you know. I'm taking all my stuff. Oh my God, you're by stealing it from me. Everyone's taking my shit. Why is everyone <laughs> taking my stuff? Actually, I'm giving it away as a party, I guess. So, they're not stealing. They're just making high demands. But anyway, okay. You said what we would like. You're not necessarily that's true. It that's to true. Us. I, I just yeah, that's true. All right. So you didn't say it had to be reasonable. Look, you. All right. Condoms are very protection. <laughs> I feel like condoms are very like you know, actually, reasonable. That's probably a really good idea. Just that's because, probably a really great idea, uh, actually. Uh, they're, they're within a price range that's reasonable. Okay, right? we can't have another podcast about what's going in the party bag. Okay? <laughs> this is not how this is going to work. I'm going to do my intro. Extra? Outro with apparently epic music. She's in Guild Wars 2, apparently. Um, right, I'm Jebra Unity. Jebro for short. Twitch.tv slash Jebra Unity. J-E-B-R-O-U-N-I-T-Y. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram. Instagram is the second thing I said. Uh, Twitter. I uh, don't really do much there. Um, on Instagram, not Twitter. Twitter I do. Uh, sometimes, even though I hate it. Um, YouTube. <laughs> Uh, as well as going to check out anchor.fm slash jebro which is where you can find all of these podcasts or you can look up the light bringers uh light bringers all one word guild wars 2 podcast google it uh bing it uh as crew would say and <laughs> now something you're made up <laughs> and again thank you to all my awesome guests who take time out that day uh to come and talk about guild wars 2 and very much appreciate them all for coming on uh, and i'll see you in two weeks with another show um, where people will be maybe back if we uh if they would like to be and then we will talk about more stuff to do with guild wars 2 and that's pretty much it thank you so much for watching or watching live listening live and also listening to this on wherever you're listening to it this is an episode episode 11 jebro learns how to speak um <laughs> or classes uh why we like him and where we like him goodbye because this is a good idea now <laughs> so well. take your condoms and be free but oh my god <laughs> I, is this going to be a running theme at the end of each show now? <laughs> no, just gonna hey, it's going to be something to do. If you use do. them for their intended purpose, it's, you can make a balloon fault. animal. It's my fault.
you could just buy you can just buy balloons exactly <laughs> the outro screen is up thank you very much for watching the guild wars 2 podcast episode 11 the Lightbringers. we'll see you next time thank you so much for watching take care and good day